Hello and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and with me is Nick of House Bassett, first of his name, King of the Andals and the Raynor and the First Men, Lord of the Seven Kingdoms and Protector of the Realm, it's Nick Bassett. Okay, is that Lord <laughs> of the Rings or Game of Thrones or... Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Good job. Hey, and with us up. also is Quelle Stormborn, the Kiwi guest, Lucev, the first of her name, Queen of the Andals and First of Men, Protector of the Seven Kingdoms and Mother of Dragons, the Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, the Unburnt, the Breaker of Chains. It's Kit Lucev. Yeah, it's pretty lame, isn't it? Can we go back to the 90s alt rock? Uh-huh. <laughs> How's the Kiwi? I can't dump, can't dump the mole on you at once. How's Come the Kiwi on. guessing the Lord of the Rings reference? Though? I know. Yeah. Well done, mate. Incredible. I've never seen it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I actually knew a thing. That's why you've been kicked out of the country. <laughs> yeah. That's why I left. They wouldn't have me anymore. They're letting me back in next week. That's true. How are we? Are we good? Going well, mate. We I'm are good. fantastic. Excited for another episode with you two, as <laughs> as we got told. <laughs> League is um is kicking off this weekend, or by the time we release, is is kicked off. That that Friday night match was a good one, don't you reckon? Where the Broncos got beaten forty nil against Penrith. Yeah, it was mm. fantastic. <laughs> see how uh, see how you go. <laughs> what are what are our thoughts on on Penrith? Just you know, outside of design for a second, like, what, what are they, are they going to go three? Maybe. Is there flags. a more satisfying team to watch lose though? The Storm. Mm. I can't mm. stand Penrith. I do love Ivan Cleary though. What a he's a Warriors legend, so he's cool. The rest of them are dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> I I do like Ivan. I must admit, like, how long was he at the Warriors for? It was a decent amount of time, oh, right? Not terribly long. Really? Three or four years. Are you oh, sure? Like, as, a, as a player. Oh, I mean, as a coach. As a coach. I feel it was like seven years or something like that. Eight years. 06 to 2011. And then he was three years as a player. Yeah, right. Yeah, do you reckon? Do you reckon it's Gus that's kind of, you know, we're seeing the the legacy that he kind of set up. What was it, twelve years ago, or is it just pure coincidence? I think Clary's probably got a lot to do with it because he did it at the Warriors, got them somehow to a grand final, and the son's pretty handy as well. Yeah, they've got a good bunch of players that have have all come up together. Did, didn't. Didn't Gus like fire Ivan and then they had another coach in and Ivan went to the Tigers for a year yeah. and then they the coaches essentially swapped and then Gus was given the boot? Is that what happened? I can't remember now. Uh, mate, we're designers. I know. Um, <laughs> we just make the field look pretty. <laughs> was it Seabold and Bennett who swapped? The Bunnies uh, and Broncos? Yeah, they yeah, did a swap too. Show that was. Yeah. Now yeah, Seabold's at Manly. Good luck. <laughs> Best to him. Okay, well, let's keep going then. Hey, uh, please, to please. keep up with the visual references in today's show, visit our Instagram page at Field of Design Podcast. 
and look for the episode 45 highlights reel. You can find all you can find all source articles and reference links in our episode 45 page at thefieldofdesign.com. Um, and you can also get in touch with us through our Instagram or via email at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com. This is from fremantlefc.com.au. The Fremantle Dockers are proud to announce it will be known as the Wallalup Football Club for future games played during Sir Doug Nichols and AFLW Indigenous Rounds. It comes after significant work from the club's RAP working and advisory groups and is highlighted by a stunning logo designed by Life member and NGA coach Roger Hayden. The logo will be prominent on the coach's polos and will also feature in the bottom left-hand corner of the 2023 Indigenous Jumper to be designed by Alex Pierce. Uh, in that article, it also does mention, you know, taking um, inspiration from what Melbourne had done. Uh, was it two years ago? I think they started doing it. Imagine every club will, will do it now. Kids yeah, well, won't be long, will it? Mm. What do you think of the logo itself? Bit detailed. I don't mind it, but yeah, I feel like there's a whole lot of weight missing from the. The inside of it. Mm. N- n- neither of the, I don't know what the motives are, uh, the totems or animals or whatever it is, but sure they have some significance, but not to the term Frio Dockers. Anyway, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, it's a bit too, too detailed for our um, era of design and sport. I think a lot of the detailing in there is going to get lost. They must be sublimated polos because I can't see them embroidering that logo. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point too. Not going to get much detail out of it. Uh, This is from Queensland Reds via their LinkedIn page where I found it. Uh, To celebrate 140 years of Queensland rugby, we're excited to announce the launch of our retro rugby jersey. So, Kit, they've taken your advice from, I think, uh, episode 40, 39 last year. they must have heard our critique on their, their on-field jersey and have broken the uh, in-case-of-emergency glass and brought out a retro. Um, since that post, I think they've sold out and they've already opened pre-orders again. Uh, by the time this episode goes out, might be all sold out. But, um, yeah, I mean, Canterbury is doing what Canterbury does, right? Yeah, me and Nick won't be commenting on this. <laughs> Contractually okay. obliged. Not a problem at all. Uh, Panthers. Uh, Panthers are excited to reveal the official 2023 Anzac jersey to be worn against the Rabbitohs on Thursday, the 20th of April. For the first time in the club's history, the Anzac jersey will be based off the away strip in line with the fixture being an away match at a course stadium. Nick, what's your thoughts? Um. Yeah, I know we've talked about in the past, you know, we do think Anzac jerseys are going to kind of go this way where it's just a poppy added or whatever. Um, it's going to be hard to sell both that and the away jersey, though, to the same person. Uh, wouldn't that be kind of the the point of it? Yeah, but it's got camo on it. It does have camo. That's pretty impressive. I never would have thought to add that on an Anzac jersey. bit hard to make a, a pink jersey look classy. Uh, I think they've failed here. But something that me and Nick 
can speak of, well, probably can't speak a fair bit about it, but we know a lot about the frustrations of NRL fixturing and signing off special jerseys and what a process that is and how long it takes. So it wouldn't shock me if this wasn't the Panthers' first choice and um, they end up having to get nudged this way due to what the Rabbitohs eventually ended up submitting. So I can certainly feel feel that pain. Do you feel like the the poppies are on the middle strip is necessary? No, not at all. Great. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> uh, interesting. Become an overdone thing, though, eh? Uh, yes. Yeah. Very, yeah. very quickly becoming overdone. Uh, the guys, the Warriors, um, apart from their just fantastic socials that they're running anyway, particularly on their Instagram, a couple of days ago they posted um, a lead-up to round one bush shirt jersey. Terribly photoshopped, um, <laughs> I must add. What's going on here, do you reckon? Anything or is it just a little bit of poking the bear? This is a troll for sure. For their sure. social exactly social teams, yeah, their team social teams pretty good at that. If you look through some of the past posts, so uh, there's no way this jersey gets another run, <laughs> unless they're, they're sitting on a heap of stock and the Puma logo is heat sealed over the top. Um, <laughs> that'd be the only way to get up, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, you just need to look at that one New Zealand logo kind of filling the void in there. Um, yeah, the, the photoshopping is pretty obvious. So I, I can't see it being a real jersey. I just love the like how easy it is to wind some people up in the comments. Eh? Like, <laughs> you, you just see them getting angry. And that's, that's exactly the reaction they want. <laughs> but, um, our mate Mount Wellington wasn't happy. He's the. Uh, <laughs> I remember him telling us a story. He used to converse with um, Canterbury and, and the Warriors. Up until they released that the bush shirt jersey and uh, against his strong uh recommendation, and after that he cut ties with them, so uh, <laughs> he, he won't be happy at all <laughs> very good um all right, and Nick, what have you got for us there? You popped a few things in yeah a c Milan have released their fourth kit uh, it's a collaboration with. Koche or coach or whatever, I don't know, K-O-C-H-E with a little hat. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it boasts a one-of-a-kind design um, with their red and black stripes reinterpreted in digital 8-bit glory. So um, it's got a traditional sort of collar fold over on the V-neck. Pretty awful collar, I think. Gold mm. badges, which is cool. Um, and then the shorts are horrific. Have we had a look at the shorts? I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I think the shorts make it. The shorts make it. Yeah, so this um, this actually debuted on on field, I think two days ago now, uh, and they got the win. So not a okay. not a bad look for the kit. <laughs> it looks so good. Just trying to find from afar. Some, uh... It looks good from afar. That the pixels aren't. Tremendous up close, but I love that shot where you see the shorts and the and the shirt uh, from a distance on field. Oh, big <laughs> fan of that. That's cool. Yeah. What else you got? 
I don't know. I think Kit added something this week. Western Reds Kit. What do you... I did. I did. So um, there was murmurings of it, but Oof. the NRL falling slash... off my chair. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, the NRL slash Kidwell have just released the retro Western Reds 1995 jersey, which um, their first little allocation sold out in minutes. So um, obviously an iconic yet shortly lived NRL, uh, you know, rugby league jersey. So it's good to get a run. And I'm meant to be saved money from Europe, but I might sneakily uh, grab myself one of these. Chuck it on the PayPal. It doesn't show up on the credit card. Yeah, and I'll just say that it's a uh, business sample and write it off on tax. So I'm <laughs> <Go. laughing. laughs> Yeah. Nick, That's do you do that? You, you spend all your money on jerseys. Are they tax write-offs? Or... Uh, you know, I have been thinking about putting the old jersey receipt on the, on the list, but no, for podcast purposes. <laughs> I pay all my taxes. Is this, um, a, um, is this polycotton or is it? It is, yeah. So yep. if you guys can remember, this is the one that I pushed for mm-hmm. back in the day. So I actually had a moment to think back about it, and I was fresh-faced and just moved to Sydney and was pretty excited about working for Classic. And I was destined to get this Reds jersey up. I remember the, the boss walked in. And I was a bit nervous. I said, oh, mate, what are your thoughts on doing a Western Reds retro jersey? And he goes, a bit of an arrogant bloke, he goes, yeah, good idea if we want to sell 20 of them. And walked out. I was like, okay, dickhead. So then we got new ownership. And that's when I pushed to get it done. And as you guys can remember, I reached out to Cash Converters to see if they'd let me do it. And they wanted to use their current logo, which that's is right. fucking annoying. Um, Tui's Red gave us the all clear. Now, annoyingly, on these uh, repro jerseys, um, they're a heat seal rather than a woven badge, which is annoying. Um, but cash converters wouldn't budge. So we tried doing the following season, which was the Sunday Times, which is a newspaper in WA. And they were happy. So it was all, all systems go. And then um, the bosses didn't think it was quite as iconic as the cash converters one, so it didn't get up. So uh, I got no doubt in my mind that this was based off the artwork that I created back then. So they should send me a discount code so I can get it half price. <laughs> Royalties. And I've... So just probably snuck KL in the cash converters logo or something like that. <laughs> so it's fair to say that this can't go ahead unless all parties have approved. So cash converters have obviously come around now then. Yeah, would have had to. Although, although, should I say this, should I not? <laughs> probably shouldn't. I, I know for a fact that... um. A certain brand was doing retro jerseys previously and there were companies that weren't getting asked permission and these weren't companies that had, you know, gone bust or fallen by the wayside and weren't around anymore. Uh, Companies such as like uh, PlayStation, for example, um, might not have been sought permission to put, I think they were on the the New South Wales Blues jersey at one stage. So, yeah, you never know. As you guys are well aware, there's some cowboys in the industry that we're in, so... I'm not talking the North Queensland kind either. Firing at the hip. Anyway, that was a great topic um, point, by the way. Whoever put that in. Yeah, and can we just get that audio grab, Craig, of um, Kit uh, it, looking forward to working at Classic too? I'd like to just constantly have that at the ready. <laughs> Three years uh, it was 
interesting. It was good. Captain right. Classic, they called me. Captain Classic. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No context required. I thought they called you Papa Kitty. <laughs> no, with no context, that sounds weird. Anyway, have we got a fucking topic or? Yes, yes, we do. Uh, with with the season launch of uh, the NRL this year for 2023, that is, we thought we would just do a bit of a um, bit of review of the on-field kits. And um, mate, Kit, why don't you actually start? Great, thank you. You're uh, welcome. I see no need to run through just, just all of them for this time. You know, yep. something different. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. I because uh, he was no... so gracious in contributing to the uh, the news this week. Mm-hmm. I see no need to run through them all because that would require another seventy highlights for me to do on a Monday morning. But I will choose a few that I will uh, make note on. <laughs> what the fuck's funny? <laughs> anyway, um... how many weeks? How many weeks of what? How many weeks you've been doing the highlights? Oh, fucking feel like about four <laughs> years. I think it's four <laughs> weeks. Yeah. All right. What One are your favourites? And just to remind you that it was my idea and it's been oh, hugely successful. Here we, here we go. This week here I added we a couple of little memes in there, a couple of polls, which no doubt we'll get to later in the episode. But uh, NRL jerseys, a um, few things that I will note. And you guys can chime in if you have anything to say about them as well. Oh, thank I you. I, uh, I'm the captain of this ship. I don't think that we could not bring up the Broncos home jersey. Um, mm-hmm. When it was leaked, I hated it. Uh, and now that I've seen it on field, I have to admit, I still fucking hate it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that diagonal angle less so, but that big chunky collar is just so hard to, to, to look past. We're labelling it the toilet seat, right? Yeah, I think that's what the old BLK one was called, but I'm happy to revive that. No, Um, I think it works. (laughs) Anyone else got anything to say about that Broncos jersey? Yeah, I don't like it either. I I don't like the the bands around the arm as well. I I love a thick band. I don't think it needs the two-tone. I would be happy with just the the white, um, the white there. And the angle is terrible and... The OCD in me is <laughs> screaming that uh, the ASICS pattern has the underarm panel in it as well. So that angle doesn't even meet up on a side seam. It's kind of got a weird W shape that or M shape that features on, on that side. So just to make it that little bit worse, yeah, I can't, I can't stand it. I applaud them for trying something different, but when you take a big swing, sometimes you still miss. Yeah, try something different in the nines comp. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Canterbury Bulldogs. Now, you know, I'm never shy to give Classic a whack and probably even the Bulldogs as well. People won't like hearing this. I think I mentioned it before, but I actually think these jerseys are quite crisp. They not, might not be as Bulldog enough for some people, um, but I like them. Uh, still running with the Canterbury, the CB gripper that I designed what, seven years ago now, but all good. Um, so I do like those. Um, <clears throat> and I must yeah. say, and I've said it, said it before, but the Redcliffe Dolphins, Redcliffe, well, sorry, just the Dolphins jersey, the home jersey has grown on me a little bit. Um, still hate the away jersey. Uh, the only other one that I will bring up is the... <laughs> 
Melbourne Storm away jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, copped a few whacks, and I think you know you guys did on the episode that I wasn't here, but um, I quite like it. Obviously, I'm a soccer fan, so uh, yeah, I've tried to bring in some horizontal stripes like that previously. I think I've done it in some warm-up tops and whatnot, but uh, you know, something a little bit different. I don't mind it. I prefer it to the home jersey. I think that high chevron looks stupid. But, yeah, that's how I feel. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us, Nick. Ah, uh, Kit. My name's <laughs> Kit, and thanks for listening. <clears throat> no, I agree with you, mate, on the um, Bulldogs. They are different for them, but, no, I think that's honestly some of the best Bulldog stuff I've seen, not having a real affinity with them or even so much rugby league, uh, especially the away, uh, the the darker base. That makes it look great. Um Love how they get away with a, a royal shield badge on a white background, but yeah. don't mention that. Um, Sharks Heritage. It's part of the design though, right? It's not part of the logo. That's how you get around it. No, so I've got to clarify this because no one quite gets it. I see all these talented designers putting up their mock-ups online. So let me just you know, make this abundantly clear. You can't just choose what colour that fucking NRL badge is, right? When people complain about the colour being what it is or what we choose, we're forced into it. So the only, and Nick, to your point, the only reason that Canterbury can do the blue one on the away jersey is because some part of that badge sits on the tiniest bit of royal. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so technically, all it has to be is one mil of sublimation to cross past that badge, and technically you're allowed to, um, to yep. choose the colour. Can but you? That's can, why the Cowboys are allowed the navy sorry. on their grey, even though it very much touches only in the corner. Yeah, can, and the, can, the roosters as well are, are notorious for it. Um, so. Can we just we, we just need to clarify because I think where some of the confusion lies, and you guys look at this every day. I know rugby league fans look at it every day too. But from a design perspective, you're not talking about the Telstra logo. The white, or the no. the edges of the shield, and the two chevrons, chevrons. and text. You're talking about the outline or the contour, the background of, of the shield. Yes, the contour yeah. of that logo itself, which isn't actually part of the logo, right? Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But it has to be the base color of the jersey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it, yeah. Okay, so, so, so if so, you had a jersey that was completely white and you had a one millimetre line that was neon green that just happened to cross over the tiniest bit of that badge where it sat, yeah. technically you're allowed to make the background of that badge that colour. But yeah. apart from that, you're not allowed to choose any colour that it doesn't intersect. And then there's also complexities about what colours you're allowed to do, those elements you were just talking about, like the Telstra logo, the chevrons and the... Yeah, that outline part. So let's then... use the bulldogs. Sorry, you, mm-hmm. you finish. No, go, you go, finish. Go, go. So let's it. use the bulldogs as an example. So we've got their home, which mm-hmm. is home's white mm-hmm. with the the blue chevron on it. So mm-hmm. technically, they can have a white. Let's call it the logo and the background of the logo. Let's you know for yep. the sake of clarity. So technically, they can have a white logo with a blue background, or they could have a white background with a black logo. Technically, yep. So yes. if the the background is white, and this is something that's always frustrated me, the background of that shield is white. 
those inner bits can only be black, which is why you look at the the Redcliffe away jersey, for example. Um, that's a good example of it. There's no so Redcliffe Dolphins. The d- Dolphins away. <laughs> now, in, they're probably not a great example either, but from, oh, let's talk about Manly away. Mm-hmm. Why the hell does Manly need to have a white-based logo that has black on the inside? Why couldn't that be maroon? Black isn't car- part of their colour palette. The NRL says it has to be black, whereas their maroon there instead of that black would work perfectly fine. Same with um, you know, same with the Storm. Why couldn't that be their either their navy or their purple? Like black isn't part of their colour palette. And like it's I've really said, going in a completely different direction to what of the other major sporting codes are doing, mm-hmm. right? Like in the Premier mm-hmm. League, even the A League, as an example, leagues, yeah. they um, you can just make it the color of your team now, or the yeah. specialty yeah. logos for that. So I've, and I've I, t- 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 oh, you go, sorry, Nick. Sorry, I think that's why the Cowboys away they have gone with the blue shield. Is there's no way you can use the black text. You know, going over the royal there, really, without it being super illegible. Yeah, yeah. Text and even like, necessary. Like, the, well, yeah. well, let me tell a story about that. Okay. Okay. I was working at Classic when this new branding came through, and it was a little bit exciting because we heard that there was going to be this flexibility. So when they first sent all the assets through to everyone, to every club, to every supplier, all it was—and I probably told this story before—but all it was was that badge. It was not the text underneath. And it's like, oh, cool, you know. But they said all you couldn't choose the colour back then. It, they said there were six colours you could choose from. And, for example, that's not saying that you could do a royal blue and choose the shade of royal blue. That's saying you're going to do PMS 287 or whatever the hell the royal blue is. Mm-hmm. So if you look back at Canterbury Bulldogs' first year of having that badge, they had a weird coloured blue which didn't match the sublimation blue of their jersey. Um, Anyway, I skipped a part because about a week or two weeks later, the NRL fucked up and said, oh, shit, we forgot to send you the version that had the NRL text underneath. So, Whoops. Oh, yeah. Whoops. So then, you know, you had to make the changes and all of a sudden you had uh, a logo which was encased in a solid colour, which you could work with, to a logo that had floating, you know, Text. Floating letters, floating text, yeah. yeah, which obviously has its complications depending on what it sits on. So I think initially they said you could do the text white or black. And I went through and I was like, fuck, that's, that's not good enough. Like I think I was working on a, a Penrith jersey that was like white and grey stripes across the chest. I was like, it just disappears. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, you can do it cool grey cool one as well. So I oh, fuck, so, great. <laughs> so the link that we're looking at here, well, that we we're using anyway to go through all of ours. If you look at the Warriors one, the Warriors have a contour around yeah. the text as well, which they're using on a red base. Whereas I'll tell you why, and it's yeah. what we did last year because they're doing silicon badges, so that's a special permission. That's a replica. Yeah, that's a replica jersey. Right. Um. So that won't be what is on field. I can't no. remember. Yeah, probably no, they not. Shouldn't have the text encased in the red on field, depending on. But anyway, that that text underneath, um, I said, cool grey one isn't far enough away from white. 
because um, I don't think you could just choose black willy-nilly. Black can only be used if it's that white badge back background with the black text. Mm-hmm. So their solution, and they got quite shitty at me, they was like, okay, we'll do it, cool grey cool 5 then. I was like, well, fucking whoopee, white, cool grey 1 or cool grey 5. How fucking lucky are we? And bl- yeah, black can, o- can only be used in the the option where, um, like the manly away, where where it's you know white background with black in it. So mm-hmm. it's backwards as all shit. Like yeah. I t- just can't wrap my head around it to this day. I don't know. I just and this will be the last thing I say about it. So the Titans do a white jersey. Why the hell can they not have a white background with navy details? Like why does it have to be black? Black's yeah. not part of their colour. Like, it's just ridiculous. Is that why ridiculous. you've gone with the white, um, the white logo on the cyan base for their away this year? Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah, would look weird, right? Yeah. Sorry, I said that it could only be white, white if it's uh, can only be black if it's on a white background. You can actually do it on other backgrounds, but what I meant to say is that you can't have that inner bit be white and then black black text underneath, like the text has text to match, has to that match part. the yeah. yeah. That's it's, just that's just that's guidelines going mad. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So for example, yeah, last year's Sharks Indigenous, the text runs over black, but because the badge is black, the backing's the sky blue, the text runs over black, so you actually lose some of the text on a sublimated jersey. Yeah. And then embroidery you can sort of obviously feel it but you can't see it from a distance yeah and what the text is nrl telstra premiership that's the text yeah. that's underneath it right yeah Oy. okay <laughs> we we diverged uh um, diverge, where, where um, are we at <laughs> yeah i guess i i'll go through a couple um i agree with kit on on the bulldogs um like i said their way and then sharks heritage i think we mentioned that a few weeks ago and Mm-hmm. Um, both you and I like that one, Mason. Um, obviously, we don't like that bar under sports uh, points bit, but it's there. Yep. Um, and and good to see Aramex on board with the black rather than the red in this situation. Yeah. Uh, I think I agree on the somewhat on the Dolphins home, kind of not as shit as the away, um, but for me the worst this year have to be Newcastle Knights. They're just horrendous. You can't be designing your jersey and then have your graphic underneath the sponsor. Like, either raise or lower the chevron because that's just ridiculous. The logos uh, on the, the chest are quite low on the reference images that we've got here too, yeah. aren't they? Which is a yeah, they are. At least they've got a nice one colour for the badge to sit on. So, so um, both of you gents, just going back to Redcliffe for a second, it was the colours for you that you despised the most, right? It wasn't so much the chevron placement. So have the colours grown on you? Uh, just seeing the whole uniform, I, I don't hate it as, as much, I guess. I don't love, the sh- don't love it in any facet, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the fact that I see it against the away jersey with the red piping <laughs> and the the tonal piping makes it work a lot better. Um, I, I agree with you, though, that I'm not a fan of the chevron positioning, but um, 
so yeah. it's it's their strategy. They release a jersey, it's not too great, so they release another one, which is worse when it makes <laughs> you like the the previous one a little bit better. Uh, and then the stupidest team is the Rabbitohs, because screw them for having the exact same jersey for home and away. If you can't play, like if you had your own team and you played against each other and you couldn't use your home and away jersey against yourselves, that's a terrible away jersey. Mm. With what? If you had a jersey, with like if you what? had a jersey clash with your, I know what you're saying. Team. It's a Collingwood argument. Yeah, you know, criticism of Collingwood not having proper home and away. But I don't know. I just think we don't think enough about how the shorts and socks affect. You know these color clashes. Be honest though, it's a sport for the most part where you're running at each other. <laughs> What well, is interesting because I, a couple of years ago, the Blues and Stormers played. I think I might have brought this up last year as well. And there was a navy against a very deep royal blue. And yes. there was a huge clash on television. And then they asked the captains at the end of the game, you know, oh, what did you think of the jersey clash? And the players didn't even notice it. So, yes, I stir a guess, little bit. I guess oh, from yeah. a perspective, we're looking at images. Yeah, it's dumb, but. I'll tell you the, the worst thing um, for these jersey clashes, and it's the teams that have a contrast short as their home. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Bulldogs, I think, do it, and Warriors do it, and, um, you know, a dark home jersey with white shorts is what they want to run with as their home strip. Mm. That's where it really comes undone, and then, you know, they have to re- reverse as the way, as the away, so... That just caused an absolute shit show. But well, a lot of people don't like the pajamas look, right? I personally, and I, you know, I could be digging myself a, a design grave here, but I like the pajama look. Like if I look at the dolphins, they're home. They should be wearing the the gold, the cream color as their shorts. Like that's what they should be wearing. It just makes no sense no, to me why no, they're going. Absolutely. Like no, the colors no, not no. the colors not, not the great, cream. but I can not agree no, no. On, in some situations. <clears throat> yes, the colors aren't great, but when you're looking at the aesthetics of the entire uniform, yes, the socks can have red band and and gold, you know, down the leg and into the feet. But the shorts in this design, the shorts should match the bottom of the jersey, regardless of the fact that this is not the right gold that they should be running with. For me, the pajama the pajama look works when it comes to sports. That's my well, argument. There's a big uh, push against color rush jerseys for that reason in the NFL because they don't like the pajama look of having the jersey the same color as the pants and socks. But why? I'm a big fan of that. I love the navy navy look of the Patriots yeah. rather than the navy silver or. You're talking about um, sports culture that when they're winning by too much, they stop playing. <laughs> they, there's a lot of things going wrong over there. Like, you know, the, the Bulldogs, white base, home jersey, white shorts. Blue base, away jersey, blue shorts. Canberra, home jersey, green, shorts, green. Like, that's, that's my, my design is- opinion. 
something I was looking at a couple of weeks ago just during a work day was how a jersey clash might look between the Warriors and Bulldogs. And like you got royal jersey and royal uh, white pants with the Warriors with a chevron. Mm. And then you've got a white jersey with blue chevron and blue pants for the Cowboys. And on field, those actually look very similar because like they're the same colors, even though they're sort of flipped. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You could argue that about, you know, a few. Yeah. Whereas if they just went blue jersey, blue shorts, white jersey, white shorts, no clash at all. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's keep going. Did you have anything more to say overall, Nick? Uh, most overrated is Canberra. Mm. And people are going to hate me for that. But... Yeah, that'll go down well. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That'll go down like MA370. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, great. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you guys have summarised much most of the things that I I was thinking anyway. I did, did have a few points. Um, I'm not a fan of what the Broncos are doing with their training kit this year. I don't know whether you've seen it. They're running with like a coral-type pink oh, colour. Coral shorts are terrible, eh? Yeah, it, just, it doesn't go with maroon. I'm not sure whether that was like... Asics just had a bucket load of that coloured fabric left, and you know, I think trying they do. To... I think they're doing okay. it for other clubs, and I think they're yep. calling the colour papaya. Okay, the, the Broncos. Yep. So not a fan there. Um, I think Melbourne. You know, we've talked about Melbourne becoming this kind of big brother, you know, power club. You know, over there existence um from my point of view their branding is just so much better than than what they've got out there they've got a great color combination to work with um and i don't yeah i'm not a fan of where they're at with their on field stuff at the moment um another question that i just wanted to pose to you guys and this could again be blasphemous as well the roosters I have a feeling they're home, right? They're, the neckline has always been white. Why is it not red? Tradition, I'd imagine. Do you think that it should be? Uh, Does it bother you? I think you find that it's quite a rugby league thing, isn't it? White collars, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that comes from the whole old the school old, traditional collar. Yeah, having the old the fat, the fat um yeah traditional collar. Yeah, I just for me, I just think like that should just be red. I think I think that that tricolor yeah. effect would just be so much more effective if we didn't yeah. have that white neckline there as well. So we hate the Raiders jersey and the Roosters collar should be red. <laughs> Heard it here first. Uh, other things that I just kind of noted as I was looking through all this stuff, 10 teams use a Chevron or a V out of the 16. Um, you could argue eight, maybe even nine. Um, I'm not sure which one I was on the fence about. Um, use a hoops or a band style. One team uses a 45 that's not in a Chevron. One team uses a stripe and one team has a plain solid base. And that pretty much sums up all... <laughs> Of the rugby league jerseys. Fuck, is it only one team? Yeah. It's your overrated one, too. Yeah. 
Incredible uh, stuff. Okay. All right. Hey, um, let's let's move on to our next segment. Uh, new segment. All right, guys. It's our favorite segment, hot or not. This week we're looking at the latest soccer kits released from around the world. Nick, what's your pick for the hottest kit this week? Yeah, well, I'm gonna go with the new Liverpool away kit, the the black and orange combo. Uh, it's pretty fire, I think. Are you kidding me, Nick? Are you kidding me? That kit's trash. The orange looks like it was fucking vomited all over a black shirt. Wait, come on, Kit. You you wouldn't know style if it hit you on the face. Yeah, you wouldn't know good taste if it bit you on the ass. All right, guys. <laughs> Let's calm down. Um, we can agree to disagree, right? Mm. No, we can't. Kit's just jealous because he doesn't know like how to appreciate a good design. Come on. <laughs> Nick's just a Kiwi who's never seen a good soccer kit in his life. All right. Okay, that's it. I can't take any more of this. You guys are like oil and water. You just don't mix. Mason, we were colleagues. Don't tell me you're on his side now. Yeah, Mason thought you had better taste than that. Hey, 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 I'm not taking sides here, but if you guys can't get along and appreciate each other's opinion, I'm afraid we'll have to end this podcast right now. Fine, end it. I'll go start my own one. Blackjack, laser tag, what more do you want? <laughs> I'll, start, I'll fucking start mine too. And the only thing we talk about is soccer kids from Croatia. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to join a knitting podcast where people are nicer to each other. Okay, 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 I'm just kidding. We're not ending this podcast. We'll be back next week with more hot takes and even hotter designs. But seriously, guys, can we all just get along? Sure, fine, Mason. Um, Kit better admit that Liverpool kit looks good though. Over my dead body, mate. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. So cringe. <laughs> Can we I'm trying to make it end? sound more natural. <laughs> Fill us in, Kit. What's going on? Uh, so, um, obviously, I was criticised for my lack of contribution to the run sheet a few segments before, so... I'm a busy man. I've got lots on, uh, you know, work and kids and businesses and hobbies and stuff. So to try and help you guys out, I tried getting AI to write a conversation between us and I just gave it some pointers about each of us as a person and um, that's what it spat out. So I think the first copy had Mason as a girl uh, <laughs> and that was due to his uh, netball career even though I specified you being a bloke. So apparently blokes can't play netball. Um, <laughs> and there are a few other conversations too. So <laughs> maybe we'll leave the, uh, the AI out of it for now. Or maybe we just need to act a little bit better. Still can't to... quite do the job of a human, right? <laughs> maybe I, had to, we... I had to shift okay. my camera off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was that bad. Uh, okay, let's let's uh, move on to mailbag. Um, if you'd like to get in touch, you can reach out to us at Field of Design Podcast on Instagram. Shoot us a message, comment, or tag, or you can email us at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what we've missed. Let us uh, know if we are right or wrong, um, particularly Nick's thoughts on Canberra. Um, or if you just want to... Come and say g'day. 
you know, we're here. We try to respond as quick as possible. This is from Concept Football Club on Instagram in response to Kit, your um, question on Balmain jersey from mm-hmm. last week's episode. So, Concept Football Club responds the jersey was used during the 1995 in an attempt to look modern and at the same period flirted with the idea of being called the Sydney Tigers with the idea of trying to expand fan base outside of their tribe of Balmain as it was the trend at the time due to the proposed News Limited Super League and with the league expanding to a truly national 20-team competition. The Canterbury Bulldogs did the same, calling themselves Sydney in the 19, uh, Sydney Bulldogs in the 1995 season. And I, uh, that was great information and also had a good chat to the, the boys, uh, two of them at The Messenger, which Mason gave a shout out to last week. So um, Tom and Tom, I think. Mm. So that was, uh, that was a good yep. chat. Yeah, I was working away and boom, boom, boom. My little um, headphones kept going off. I had to take them out. Sorry. Uh, Sorry for breathing. No, no need to apologize, mate. Chill out. <laughs> uh, this is from Mount Wellington commenting on Instagram. Uh, this is around the, uh, what was it? The Red Bull. Um, uh, Ford Rally livery. That's right. Yeah. That's right. From our post a couple of weeks ago, such an iconic brand and logo warriors were really blessed to be a part of the Red Bull stable and some players allegedly were found to be mixing energy drinks and sleeping pills to get high after games. So what team was that, Mason? That. Uh, the Warriors. Can we add that to Mason's list of interesting pronunciations? Warriors. Warriors. That's, that's the Warriors. Oh, how, how should I be pronouncing it? Nuck. Nuck. I can't even spell Maori, so I'm in trouble. Yeah, you can't spell. <laughs> I can, but I keep keep typing it wrong. Oh, um, oh we just say warriors or warriors. War- if- warriors. 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 Like Wario. Warriors. Unveil. News. News. So like Wario? Wario? Warriors? Warriors. Sounds pretty good. Have that, you had uh, a chance to check out the limited edition Red Bull cans, though, that the, the Warriors got? That's awesome. That's so really cool. cool. Yeah. I wonder how much they're going for. <laughs> Could you find one? Can you find any more visual references for us, Nick, just to put in? Do you want to throw some stuff out there for us? Of the Red Bull cans? I'll have no, a look. no, no. Nothing. Just, any, just don't anything reference general. anything else. <laughs> Got some more visuals no. that you want to throw in? No, no. Right, no. <laughs> I put a link in. What more do you want, lads? <laughs> this is no. from uh, Kieran Luxton, uh, and I believe maybe in response to the Lee Leopards, um, but also just, I guess, in general with bad jerseys. So he sent us a photo of the Queensland Reds away jersey from 2012 done by Cougar. Uh, I think it's the Reds Africa charity jersey. And Kieran says this would have to be one of the worst jersey designs of all time or what? Uh, I agree with him. I I think it was in response to that um, team, was it Nick, with the big lips on the side? Oh, Uh, Napoli, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Because that's what what this looks like. It looks like they've tried to do some leopard print and 
it's red and white, which obviously just looks like you've been smooched a million times. So, <laughs> gone too far. Yeah. Uh, and in response to your polls from uh, from last week's stories regarding mm. the pictograms from the previous Olympics, the ones that were a bit contentious. So you put up a poll for the trampolining um, pictogram from, I believe, uh, Beijing, was it? Um, 83% responded in trampolining and 17% saying it was handball. Surely they'd listened to the episode by then. Yeah. Um, uh, why'd you lead with that one? There's more interesting info here. So the one that stumped me, Nick, initially was that hammer throw one. and. The, the people agree with us. 70% think that that's a hammer throw pictogram. So I'm happy to run with that. Over the 30% for volleyball. And what about the last one, Kit? Uh, hmm, that was a, the basketball one, which we thought looked more like handball than handball probably does. And that just nudged it out. 57% basketball. So you probably voted on that, Mason. Not only did I vote for my options, but I voted on behalf of the podcast too. So <laughs> just to boost the numbers. Yeah, I still couldn't get handball to beat in trampolining. <laughs> awesome, and uh, thank you everybody for uh, engaging. It uh, it makes this a, just that little bit extra fun to to run. So yeah, thank you, uh, and thank you also for listening. Uh, if you're not already, follow our Instagram at Field of Design Podcast and subscribe to the pod. Do yourself a favor, write our name down on a sticky note, hand it to the person you see at work next. No other context needed, just give them the nod like they know what you're talking about. Uh, don't forget to leave us a review and some stars on your preferred podcast app. I can do that next week, Kit. Hand some sticky notes around the office. Yes, so Nick is Nick uh, is going back to New Zealand for family reasons. Well, see some family and friends, I'd imagine. Uh, and he's going to be working in the New Zealand office for a couple of weeks. So very exciting for him. We're hoping we don't lose him. Nah, nah. Because be, I'd imagine, I'd imagine it'd be harder to tee up a podcast if it's currently ten forty-two in New Zealand, Mason. I've already had one, you know, one uh, one host leave the state essentially when you move to Byron Bay. So we, we can't have Nick <laughs> buggering off on us as well. Three different time zones. Actually mm. 11.42 at the moment as well. What's daylight saving? Oh, shit. He'll be up. What are we talking about? He doesn't <laughs> go to bed till like 1 o'clock. He doesn't have children. Nah, he sleeps, sleeps until 9 o'clock. Wakes up, sits up, to starts typing away on his computer. Nick, are you going <laughs> to be joining us next week? Yeah, I'll probably take my gear. Just depends. What are we starting Let, at? Uh, let's do a yeah, morning podcast. That's like a 10.30 start. You want to do a bright and early, get up and go? Yeah, at least I can dose up on coffee. That's like 4am right. for you guys. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> see if, you, see if uh, <laughs> Dynasty New Zealand will sponsor us and you can do it in the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> Live the boardroom. from the Dynasty offices. Oh, you haven't been there, have you? Nah. Uh, their boardroom's cool. So it's obviously got a heap of samples. I think there's some some cool imagery on the wall and whatnot. And then uh, the floor's nice. artificial turf. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, That's cool. pretty cool. Are they going to throw me in the warehouse for a few days? Yeah, you can pack Go boxes, pack. Yeah. 
Uh, did we get to the stars? Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, we, I know how many. <laughs> yes. How many? 27.3, Nick, and what's the relevance of that? Um, don't download updated Illustrator versions. The new ones are shit. Okay, so lock it in at 27.2. Yeah, 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 and just a general bit of advice. There's no that. reason to be uh, super quick to download Illustrator because the amount of fucking issues I've had, you know, being a little over ambitious and getting the newest model for whatever fucking features they bring, and it's just corrupted files and haven't you know, crashed my computer and hasn't worked. So is this the my fonts? hot tip of the day? I don't know if it's the fonts. I don't even want to fucking think of that. I've had an issue with nah. fonts and obviously Pant- just... Pantone colors. Yeah, that's all changed now. Today it was just um, like rent standard shapes for me Jesus. that I had the issue with. <laughs> so we couldn't, have... couldn't even save an AI file because it was telling me the PDF was wrong. I was like, it's not even a PDF. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how Nick is with um, with technology. So yeah, I had to, like, sit, I had to re- reload my own workspace. <laughs> how do I do that shit? <laughs> Am I sensing a transition back to Corel? <laughs> is that on the cards? Doesn't uh, Illustrator doesn't crash as much as Corel. Oh, okay. You wouldn't be on Illustrator, yeah. We just you have been whinging Corel. about Illustrator lately, though. No, can we can we wrap <laughs> this up and maybe have this conversation off? Yeah, I'm yes, gonna go. I, I'm, ex- I'm experiencing a lot of the same issues that you are. I think, um, yeah, uh, I don't. Adobe's maybe gotten a bit too big for itself, maybe. But anyway, (laughs) Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week. See you next week. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.